0: BYU
1: Cougar basketball is back
0: in action. Gideon George will hand off on the wing right side block. We'll send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three.
1: Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU athletics. Now, here's your host, Cleon Wall.
2: Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Free Game Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars host Santa Clara, and BYU could really use some comfort food right now, you know, to make them feel better. Could Bronco be on the menu? Okay, listen, I'm not advocating anyone to really eat some horse, but it would be a comfort for BYU to beat the gentlemen Broncos from the city by the bay. BYU needs some comfort after the, their most recent road trip, losing two straight games. The first was to the worst team in the conference in Pepperdine, and the next was to one of the best teams in the conference in Gonzaga. And BYU had a chance to beat the Bulldogs on their home floor. It was so close. They were so close to winning, and they led for so much of that game.
0: Tiki Alley, Atiki topside. Can the Cougars find a way to close it out where they could not a month ago? Dallin Hall terminates at 30 feet. Up top to Foos. Foos high, low, lob to Atiki. Collection, reverse lane, score again! It's BYU taking every blow and counterpunching with skill. 73-71, BYU back up two.
2: That was the last time BYU would lead in the game. Thanks to some guy named Julian Strother.
0: Strother, right wing, jabbing on seven. Shoots a three with six. Oh, he gets it to go. He rattles it home. A deep three right side. You tip your cap. What a make by Julian Strother. 74-73 Zags by one.
2: Uh, That's not the last time, or the first time, I should say, that Julian Strother has tortured the Cougs. The the guy who hit the game-winning shot for the Zags in Provo, he scored 26 in the kennel, including some clutch free throws after getting fouled on a three-pointer, and I can hear the groans and complaints of Cougar Nation after bringing that up. BYU really needs to win right now. We've said that plenty of times this season, but if they want to finish in the top half of the conference and be on a roll going into the conference tournament, then they really need a victory tonight against a Santa Clara club that beat them 83-76 back in January. Trayton Christensen would love to get some run tonight at the Marriott Center, the seldom-used postman filled in admirably against Gonzaga, but the Utah native is not begging for more playing time right now. 90 minutes against Gonzaga, seven minutes against St. Mary's. Are you telling coaches, hey, you know, I've played against some of the biggest teams against in the West Coast Conference. You need to give me some more playing time. <laughs> no,
3: I don't really think like that. I, just, I take whatever opportunities I can get. Whenever they need me, I just try to stay ready. I'm going to work hard, get ready for the scout, get it. Just be ready for the game, and I'll be ready if they need me.
2: How hard is it to be ready when you don't get a lot of playing time? You put all this effort into practice, getting ready, being part of the scout, just everything that you're doing. How hard is it to do that? And then you know going into the game, I don't know if I'm going to play or not.
3: Uh, It's really not that hard. I I have a big love for this game, so it's easy for me to be really engaged, and I try to stay really engaged. The whole game's like I'm standing a lot, cheering on my teammates, so it's really – I'm just – trying to keep myself in it the whole time
2: three rebounds uh two personal fouls one point against the zags how would you grade your game in that nine minutes in spokane
3: um you know i don't think i did too much like super wrong i know i could have done a lot better um but i just tried to bring a lot of effort and a lot of just strength and tried to hold my ground against some of those guys on the defensive end and i think i did pretty well at
2: that this is your first year at BYU. How, how do you think it's gone so far?
3: It's been great. I've loved every minute here. I think the season, I know we should have, we all wanted to have a better season than I think we are right now. But, you know, we've been talking about it, how we're like, we're like 10 points away from being in a really good spot right now in the conference. And we just, we got to figure out a way to close out these games and put, us, put ourselves in a great spot.
2: I want to talk to you about that here in a second, but l- let, I wanted to ask you one quick question about how you got to BYU because you're from Utah, you played at Snow College, you played at Chaminade in Hawaii, which, by the way, it would be hard for me to leave Hawaii, but I understand there might be reasons. So what was the reason for you to come to BYU? Um, you know, Hawaii
3: was kind of just a little far for me, because I'm married, so me and my wife were in Hawaii, and it was just kind of not the fit that I was looking for. Um, You know, I went out there because I was able to play against some D1 level when we got in the Maui Invitational and stuff. So I had some good opportunities out there, and that's really the reason I went. But then after the year, I just realized it really wasn't the fit, and we were kind of, you know, missing home a little bit. So that was kind of the reason to come back. And then I got in touch with some of the coaches here and came for a visit, and I just really loved the atmosphere. You know, everybody dreams of coming to BYU.
2: Is this team feeling a bit snake bit right now? I mean, you have played... Three really close games against the top two teams here in the conference, but they're all losses. I mean, is it just like, wait, what do we need to do to get over the top?
3: Yeah, I mean, we're just—I don't know. It's really hard to explain. I think we just—we gotta want it more. That's all we need. It just comes to that last two or three minutes when we start to—we start to let it go. And I mean, we talked about at Gonzaga. I think we were winning the rebound battle by like four. With like four or five minutes to go, and then they ended, up, they ended up beating us in it. So I think that's a big part in it. And just us wanting to win more, more than the other team. And that's what we got to start putting together, start doing.
2: Have you guys, you, you kind of mentioned this, but have you guys talked about closing out games? I mean, you've been ahead in these games, and it's just like, man, it's just like a minute here or a couple minutes there, and the, the game just turns around. How much have you guys been practicing, practicing closing out games?
3: Yeah, so it's we've been practicing a lot. It's all it's really just comes down to all the little things like hitting, boxing out, getting rebounds, you know, protecting the ball. So we've been really keying in on those things this week. And, you know, we've had a lot of energy in our practices. They've been really, really good practices. So I think
2: we're preparing ourselves. Consistency is one thing that you're always searching for in all sports. Basketball's no different than, than any other sport. And, and defensively, I thought you guys were really on a roll. And then... You, you do really well in three games. You play St. Mary's, you play LMU, you do, you play Pacific. You know they're averaging like sixty one points a game. You're probably feeling pretty good about yourself, and then you give up ninety two and eighty eight in back to back games against Pepperdine and, and against Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Where where's the team right now when it comes to trying to find consistency on defense?
3: Yeah, I mean we're we're trying. I mean we're one of our goals is to be top twenty five defense in the nation. Um, so we've been really trying to press that the whole year. Um, and yeah, I think it really just comes down to effort and doing those little things, hitting, hitting a body, boxing out, giving no second chance shots, being there on the catch, just all those little things. And I think we're we're really working on them, so I think we'll be ready.
2: Santa Clara coming up next. Uh, what do you remember from that first game that you played over in the Bay Area? Uh, in the Bay Area, I think we we prepared pretty
3: well for them, but I think some of their because they got three guards, like their three guards are really good players. And they're really their whole offense. And I think we prepared well for them, but we just didn't do some of those little things. They got a couple easy shots off, and that kind of got them going. Um, but, yeah, I think we just need to really lock down those guards, and we'll be we'll be ready for them.
2: Those guards are Keyshawn Justice, Carlos Stewart, Brandon Pajemski. Those guys are really good, and they played really well against you guys. How How have you guys prepared for them to try to slow them down coming up this time around?
3: Yeah, uh, just some of the defensive things we've been doing. Some of our, our guards, we've been really focused on, you know, trailing and sticking with their guy and not giving them any space, being there on the catch, getting through pin down screens, just a bunch of those little things on defense so that we can, I mean, try to hold them the best we can.
2: Are you hoping that you can be part of that in, in some form or fashion?
3: Always. I'm always hoping. Always okay.
2: hoping. Okay, a couple of personal things. Uh, I-, I checked out your Instagram page. You-, you have a lot of shoes. I think you have a lot of shoes. <laughs> Are all those yours like that you wear or do you have like a shoe business on the side that I don't know about (laughs) I do wear a lot of them but I do sell a lot I do buy and
3: sell quite a bit um but I'm always growing my collection that's that's one of my big hobbies other than basketball
2: what's your favorite shoe to wear like casual wear I, I I should I should say on your page I think they're all Nikes is that right uh, mostly Nikes. i got a couple New Balances and stuff. Oh, okay. Mostly, oh, New Balance. Okay. I actually had a pair of New Balance when I was in junior high school. <laughs> that was way, way, way back in the day. But anyway, um, what's your favorite pair to wear just casually? Like you're going out with your wife or whatever the case is.
3: Uh, man, that's hard. Um, probably one of my Jordan 1 Low, Travis Scott's. One of those. Okay. So, yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, favorite basketball shoes that you've ever worn? I mean, this is, you can go back to junior high, you can go back to elementary, I don't care. What what, what what? has been the favorite pair of basketball shoes that you've worn? Uh, I'd say Kobe Sixes or the GT Cut ones, definitely. I, I, and here I thought you might go with, you know, like an old pair of Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan Airs, something like that. I used to play in some of those in high school, but, or in middle school too, but...
3: Can't be the Kobe Six and the GTs. Traden, thanks a lot. Thank you. I appreciate
2: it. This game turns into a blowout. Christensen will more than likely see some playing time or if some of the big guys get into foul trouble. If he does, he'll probably be wearing some sweet kicks. Coming up next, we'll head to the Marriott Center or possibly somewhere outside the Marriott Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
1: Here's Cleon Wald with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new scheme, BYU Sports Network.
2: Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And it's now time for our non-courtside courtside conversation with Mark Durant. He is on the road trying to make his way to the Marriott Center right now. People, if if you're driving to the Marriott Center, watch out for him. Please don't distract him that much as we... Try to talk to him here on Cougar Free game. Usually I
4: Usually I get a, a police escort. I don't know what happened today, <laughs> but it was like being in Southern California, getting to the Marriott Center. But I'm almost there. I'm just down the street.
2: Oh, sounds good. You know, what we need to do is we need to get you a helicopter. That's what we need for you, Mark. We need to, <laughs> we need to chopper you in to uh, the Marriott Center on game days. <laughs> Hey, Mark,
4: th- uh, does, does BYU have the budget for that? I, Maybe with the Big 12 I could get a, a, a chopper.
2: It's either that or else I might be able to sell my kidney, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Mark, this <laughs> this Cougar season feels a bit like a roller coaster. You're on top of the coaster for some uh, for a few games, then then you hit bottom and then you climb and you back up to the top again, then you're bottom out again. Uh, are you feeling a bit of whiplash or dizzy right now? Then again, you've been doing this for such a long time. You're You're probably kind of used to the ups and downs.
4: <laughs> yes definitely we've kind of seen it all at this point and uh but you know it's it's been a it's been a different kind of season than what we've seen recently um but you know i at the bottom line is i like these guys cleon i think they play hard for the most part uh and in a lot of ways they've overachieved I know BYU fans want to win. The team wants to win. Coaches want to win. And and they are, they are winning. I mean, they've got 16 wins. That's not terrible, but I think there's a lot of what could have been for this team with uh, some, some games, but but I just like them. I think they're a fun group. They play hard. They rebound well. uh, And they've got some fun personalities. It's a fun style of basketball. And so, you know, I'm not too worked up about it. Um, you, You know, I, obviously want BYU to have great success um, but you know there's there's a lot of ways to you know have success and I think these guys are a successful group in what they put on the floor this year regardless of the uh, record.
2: I guess more than anything is that BYU has played well against the top two teams in the conference in Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Unfortunately they're 0-3. You've talked about how, how hard they played and they have played very hard in both of those games but There just seems to be something missing where they can't close these games out. What is it that's missing that they they can't do that right now, Mark?
4: Yeah, I I think part of it is is youth, and part of it is not having kind of a really clear-cut go-to guy, leader in those situations. I mean, when I played, uh, I knew at the end of the game we were going to Marty Haas or Russ Larson. I mean, there was no question about who, who was gonna make the play for us and and I think these this team has has a lot of guys that can step up into that role, but there's it's just there's not one kind of clear cut Alex Barcelo or T J Hawes or someone and so I think, you know, I think they they get a little bit lost and maybe a little bit uh panicky with that situation when it comes. Uh, I'm hoping that as they experience it more, now they've experienced it quite a few times, that I, I think they can handle the pressure and make the free throws and not turn the ball over and hit the shots. And I'm hoping that that will happen here in the last few weeks. So they're going to have more close games here. There's just That's just the way it's going to be with this team. And They've got to find a way to, to find the energy that they need and, and to, a, a way to make the plays that they have to uh, in order to get the win, to get the one-point win rather than the one-point loss. It's it's a challenge, but I think this team is learning and getting better, and, and I hope they'll pull it out to, uh, on the next close one.
2: Maybe what they need, at least for right now, is a little home cooking. I mean, BYU has lost only three games at the Marriott Center this season. Two of them were to Gonzaga and St. Mary's that other game was back in the dark ages you know against Utah Valley L- let's forget about that but anyway BYU is also 18 and 2 all time against the Broncos at home how much will it help this team right now to be able to come home and play this game against Santa Clara on their home court
4: i think it is, i think this is a really big game i think this is a this will bear a lot on how this season finishes for BYU cuz Santa Clara is a third place team you've shown you can compete with with Gonzaga and St. Mary's, but now you've got a team that's kind of on your level and you want, you're trying to get into the third or fourth or fifth place. And this is an important game and it's a team that beat you on, on the road. You didn't play particularly well. So this is a chance to really show, you, you know, we are a good team. We can play good defense. We can out rebound a team. We can, you know, win a close game. And, and then I think that confidence will go on the road to St. Mary's and, and then back home against another team you're competing with in San francisco, so i what what you want cleon is you're you're not gonna win the conference clearly at this point, and it, it, you're kind of fighting for a seat in the conference tournament, but what most most what is most important is that you as a team are playing your best basketball a confident best basketball going into the West coast conference tournament, and then you just you just kind of see what happens i mean you just listen we were playing our best, let's go play hard, we'll see what happens, and maybe something good can happen. Maybe all this heartbreak is, is just so we can have some joy here at the end of the season <laughs> and, and maybe get some big wins. But you, 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 it starts tonight. You really need to show tonight that this is a team that's going to be reckoned with, uh, the rest of the way and that they're, they're a good basketball team and are not defined by these almost what if type games, but a team that can get it done and, and win against really good teams. And uh, have a good season. Have a strong finish, a positive finish to a season where you've accomplished a lot of things.
2: Let's speak at least of one positive that came out of the Gonzaga game. BYU had five guys score in double figures against the Zags, including Noah Waterman's 12 points. It's not earth-shattering to score 12 points in a game. But it's got to be a big deal for him who's been struggling shooting, and he he comes out and he plays well. It, It sounds at least encouraging for him, right, Mark?
4: I hope so. I hope so. He, he could be such a valuable asset with his length. If he can hit that shot, man, it just spreads the floor. He, he, he's, he, you much rather have him at the four than say like a Jackson Robinson or Gideon George. He can def- he can defend the four much better. He, he, it just really helps this team, and you could see it when he was playing well, how that helped the team against Gonzaga. He's just been. Uh, really inconsistent, and maybe lost his confidence for a while. But maybe that game will help give him a boost back. And if, if he can play and and hit that hit those shots and be, a, he he could be a huge factor for BYU. So I, I hope that he, you know, will continue to, to to play well and and get the confidence back because he could he could make a big difference. And you know, everybody in that Gonzaga game, Cleon, really played great. I mean, I've got no complaints. They played hard. They 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 took completely away Gonzaga's transition game, which is an incredible accomplishment. You know they gave away some rebounds at the end, but they rebounded very well. I mean that was a really really good basketball game, and they just came up short against a good team. But man, if you get that same kind of effort tonight, BYU will win this game and probably win it going away. That was an excellent game, and you're right, it's kind of started with Noah, and and he got he got off the snide a little bit, and and hopefully that'll carry over.
2: Okay, we got about a minute left, Mark. The three-headed monster of Brandon Pajemski, Carlos Stewart, and Keyshawn Justice scored 61 of their 83 points. The last time these two teams met uh, 61 of their team's 83 points, I should say. What do you do to slow them down? I mean, I like to say sweep the leg like in Karate Kid, but I don't don't think that's legal or or really fair. So (laughs) how, how can you slow these three guys down?
4: Well, after watching that Gonzaga game, BYU can't even breathe on someone without getting a foul, apparently. So sweeping the legs, probably uh, out of the question. But, yeah, I mean, those three are terrific. Pajemski, I'm really impressed with. The transfer has really helped that team. And and Carlos Stewart was really the the BYU killer in that game because he made a bunch of tough, tough shots late. BYU was down eight, I think, at half, got right back into it to start the half, and we're in the game. But it was Stewart that really hit some tough shots at the end, and 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 Justice is just a tremendous player. So it's hard when a team has a couple weapons, but when they've got three really good players, it makes it very difficult to game plan and and strategize. But you know BYU's had some good practice with that recently, with having to play against Pepperdine, which has some good perimeter players, and Gonzaga. So this will be nothing new for them, but they'll have to do a much better job than they did the last time.
2: Mark, thanks a lot. Uh, Hopefully you'll get into the Marriott Center safe with your police escort and have a Good call tonight. With- I'm here, man. Oh, good, Tell good. Greg, I'm, I'm on my way. Okay, <laughs> we'll let him know. That's Mark Durant uh, joining us here on Cougar Pregame Live. He'll be uh, joining you here again with Greg Rebell just yeah. coming up in the next few minutes. Uh, go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some of the other scores in college hoops. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the game BYU Sports Network.
1: Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Cleon Wall.
2: Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're getting you ready for BYU and Santa Clara coming up at the top of the hour. BYU women's basketball team is at Santa Clara today. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. A few top 25 games being played right now. Third-ranked Purdue is going to lose at Maryland. There's 36 seconds left in that game, and the Terrapins have a 68 to 54 lead over the Boilermakers. So the Boilermakers will probably fall from being number three and also fall to 23 and four on the season. Second-ranked Houston is playing at SMU right now, and the Houston Cougars have a 57 to 41 lead. There is 11:40 left in that game. Florida Atlantic 25th ranked team in the nation. Not a team that you would normally say, "Hey, yeah, they're a basketball powerhouse." Well, because they're really not a basketball powerhouse, but they are ranked number 25 right now playing at Middle Tennessee, but Middle Tennessee right now has a 56-41 lead with 9-16 left to play in that game. Middle Tennessee has outscored Florida Atlantic 25 to 9 so far. In the second half, other West Coast Conference games that are going to be coming up later tonight, 17th ranked St. Mary's is playing at San Diego, 13th ranked Gonzaga is playing at Loyola Marymount, and San Francisco will play at Pacific, that will be the last game of the night. And in the NBA right now, the Chicago Bulls are losing at home to the Milwaukee Bucks, 47-37, 541 left to go in the second quarter. Coming up next we'll send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar pregame coaches show with Gregor Bell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame game Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
0: Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, as tonight the Cougars seek to stop a two-game slide Against a team on a three-game win streak, it's the BYU Cougars home to the Santa Clara Broncos. Santa Clara is on a ten-game losing streak in games played at the Marriott Center. However, I'm your play-by-play presenter, Craig Rubel. With me is my longtime broadcast partner, the former BYU Iron Man himself, Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, BYU's again out of the running for a WCC championship. And it may take winning out to, uh, for BYU to even have a shot at a top-four finish right now. Right now, the most pressing agenda item is to avoid a Thursday first-round game in Vegas, which has been uncharted territory for BYU in the WCC. But at 6-7 and seven in league, and with only three league games to play, all against teams that have beaten BYU this season, Bottom four finish, heaven forbid, is in play, particularly if BYU can't find a way to win tonight. Big, big game against the Broncos this evening. <laughs> yeah, I, mean,
5: I can't wrap my head around a bottom four finish, Greg. I just can't let my mind think about that. And I, But I, I hope that the team is thinking about that a little bit, will be a motivation for them to play. This team seems to play really well. When it's, a, when it's a really good opponent, like Gonzaga and St. Mary's, which they played well, or when they're at home against good opponents like LMU, I, I think that they can get themselves up for it. And They need a lot of motivation to make sure that they come into this game against Santa Clara and play better than they did on the road. Obviously, you're at home, so you should play better, but they did not rebound particularly well against Santa Clara, who they should out-rebound by a ways. They turned the ball over a lot. You need to play with a lot of energy and come out and get this win, and and, and then you're propelling yourself forward. Who knows what will happen against St. Mary's. That's a tough one, but you win the two home games. And you just played a really nice game at Gonzaga, and you're playing good basketball. So regardless, if it's Friday, that's fine. You're playing your best basketball, and you see what happens. But you've got, it's got to happen tonight, Greg. It just has to happen.
0: All right, my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope is coming up next as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: This is the Cougar pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel.
0: BYU and Santa Clara coming up, staff at the top of the hour. BYU coming in off back-to-back road losses at Pepperdine and Gonzaga last week. Broncos have followed a three-game slide with three consecutive wins. Santa Clara is in solo third place in the WCC. BYU solo sixth, and the conference tournament begins two weeks from tonight. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope presented by Zions Bank for the support you need to power forward. Zions Bank is for you. And Coach Pope tonight talks about taking on a team that uh, triumphed over BYU at the Levy Center last month. It was a game in which BYU turned it over 19 times and the Cougars' minus 13 margin in points off of giveaways gave the game to the Broncos.
6: And transition points in general. Forty percent of their points were in transition, thirty-five percent, and so it's a, you know, it's a major issue for us. And it starts with protecting the ball on our side. Stewart gave us a ton of problems. Uh, we we made some careless errors, um, and so we have to be really clean. We got to make the simple play. We got to be really, really ball strong. We have to really, really screen uh, all those things to protect this ball
0: ball security such a huge emphasis and you feel you've been better as a team the last few
6: weeks we're trying to make strides and growth is complicated right it's two steps forward three steps back sometimes and and um, but but you know i know that it's in our guys consciousness it's just a matter of us taking it from us being aware and, and to us being able to actually implement it on the court and and uh, so hopefully we'll continue to make progress um, with all the challenges that come in front of us
0: Brandon Pajemski walks into this league and is an all-league player from the get-go, and right now, I think he's, what, 25 points a game? His last five, he's really on fire.
6: Yeah, he's really special, and it's it's very reproducible. You know, he's, he's um, he hasn't been fits-and-starts guy. He, you know, he, he plays at his own pace. He's a little bit of a bully guard. Um, you know, he, he, he takes reproducible shots. Um, he can score at all three levels. Uh, he's a really, really, really high IQ, high physicality, met manageable pace guy that has been ridiculously consistent for them he's a a terrific player
0: they don't ask a lot from their bigs, but the bigs and others—they're a good team, rounding, a team rebounding team as BYU is.
6: Yeah, they have huge size, um, and they just keep bringing guys off the bench. More physical guys off the bench It's just a crew, and um, you know they've really bought into rebounding and running and guarding and 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 uh, and, and and just being a, and screening. Right, you know uh, they'll just let Justice run off three or four screens in a possession. Um, and so uh, those guys have done it and, and uh, on, on occasion they'll, they'll go to work in the post a little bit and they're very very capable of doing that so um, this crew of bigs that they have um, is has been spectacular in doing their job like doing what they do and not really stepping outside themselves they've been really special.
0: Granted not a lot of separation between say third place to ninth place right now but this team Santa Clara is solo third for a lot of good reasons.
6: Yeah yeah and they're good they played well and um, you know they've, they've lost a couple close games and and uh, they've won the games that they need to win
0: you get two of your final three at home of course and you are still in the seating battle as well it's pretty uh, it's pretty intense right now
6: yeah it's um you know it's it's, it's really unpredictable right now everybody's it's kind of a mosh pit of a league which is which is what we expected and and so um you know the seedings and in, in the in the wcc tournament really legitimately from three or four all the way up to ten you know eight or nine is um you know is going to be probably determined on the last day
0: same starting group for you to begin the game tonight from last game yep same group all right coach good luck in this one we'll talk to you post game thanks greg that's mark pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game brought to you by your local ford stores byu basketball is built ford proud Mark Durant, what are your keys for the Cougs against Santa Clara?
5: Greg, I want to see BYU assert themselves in the paint. They were outscored at Santa Clara, thirty-five to thirty, in the paint. They, the rebounds were even. This is not a team that should be with those numbers for BYU. I want to see. At least five more offensive rebounds and seven to eight more defensive rebounds, and I want to see out, outscoring in the paint by at least ten points. That's how it has to be for the BYU team to be successful. And recollections from the Levy center mark
0: were that BYU had a pretty good rebounding edge until the stretch run, and Santa Clara grabbed, I
5: think, three of every four rebounds down, uh, the, uh, down it, to the finish. It, that's been a problem. Just look to the last game where BYU had a what four-rebound lead end up losing that at Gonzaga. They've got to finish the game on the boards particularly. Break time now and this reminder to go to
0: BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar tip off Show coming your way next live from the Marriott Center in Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
0: Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We're coming to you live from courtside of the Marriott Center tonight. The 16-12 BYU Cougars, 6-7 and seven in conference play, hosting the 19-8 Santa Clara Broncos. So yeah, the Broncos playing for win number 20 on the year. They are 7-5 and five in the WCC. The Broncos looking to take a big step toward locking down a top-four finish and a double-bye at the league tournament. The Cougars looking for their 11th straight home win over Santa Clara and to solidify a spot in the top six of the standings. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Greg Grubel and Mark Durant. With you for play-by-play and commentary, our studio host is Cleon Wall. In for Jason Shepard tonight. Jason's with baseball down in Louisiana. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Our control board operators, Seth Larson and James Finlayson. Our BYU radio engineer, Barry Squires, broadcast interns Caleb Hatch and Shiler Johnson. And you're listening to us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite radio flagship, as always, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, over the air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM in Salt Lake City. We are also on the BYU Radio app and heard at BYURadio.org. BYU coming off two games that kind of represent the season for the Cougars. They gave up 92 and never led in the second half against the worst team in the conference. Then, two days later, they lead one of the best teams in the country for almost the entire second half before fading at the finish. This team struggles enough to lose to Pepperdine and then plays well enough to almost beat Gonzaga not once but twice this year, let alone St. Mary's almost beat them too. Mark,
5: we just don't necessarily
0: know night to night what to expect from this team.
5: That's been, I think, kind of the foundational issue for this team this year. And you just go, you just look at player to player. Um, For instance, Noah played great the other night against Gonzaga, uh, but There's been games he's kind of disappeared, unable to hit a shot. Rudy Williams could get, you know, 26. I think he had that against Santa Clara, 28, 26. But then the next game he'll have, you know, four or five. Go down the list. Allen Hall and Spencer Johnson, who's been pretty consistent, but then he's been in foul trouble. So you just don't really know what's going to happen from game to game. They're a little bit more consistent now than they were at the beginning of the season, which is good, and, and certainly more here in the Marriott Center. They've, they've generally played good. They've struggled on the road. So they just need to kind of find a way to continue that here at the Marriott Center and find a way uh, to, to kind of tweak some things and be more consistent and be more fundamental in – in that aspect of the game when they go to to Las Vegas because they're going to have to win some road games there. They're going to have to find a way to perform when they're not here at the Marriott Center. All right, he is Mark Durant. Coming up after
0: the break, we'll hear from Santa Clara assistant coach Jason Ludwig when the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: This is the Cougar Tip Off Show. Let's head back courtside to rejoin Greg Rubel.
0: And this is, yes, the BYU store Cougar Tip Off Show. BYU in Santa Clara coming up in the Broncos' first visit to the Marriott Center. In almost three years, unbalanced scheduling and then COVID accounting for the long gap between games here in Provo. Santa Clara's win over BYU last month at the Levy Center in Santa Clara was followed immediately by a three-game losing streak. Broncos have since bounced back to win three in a row, but can Santa Clara win at the Marriott Center? It has never happened since BYU joined the West Coast Conference. I asked assistant coach Jason Ludwig of the Broncos staff if it's a motivating factor to have one last crack at the Cougs in the Marriott Center?
7: Yeah, you know we ha- we actually haven't played here in a couple of years, so we have a lot of guys who actually haven't played here. It'd be the first time, so we actually haven't talked about that. Um, I, I, in fact, I didn't I didn't know that myself. Um, so it's not something that, that, that we talked about, but we certainly understand, um, you know, how good BYU is when they're playing at home, and it's a, you know, it, it's a great crowd. It's you know a, a great atmosphere. So you know we understand that this is going to be a hard one.
0: You beat BYU at your place. The game after that started a little three-game slide, bounced back with three straight wins. What wasn't quite clicking in that little stretch where you lost three in a row, and what's come back around to looking more like Santa Clara basketball?
7: Well, you know, I, I, four of our five losses have come to Gonzaga and St. Mary's. So that's part of it. <laughs> that's part of it. That's part of it, and, and you know, we played, a, and we played them very tough, uh, you know, in, in half of those games. Um, but I think... Um, you know, it's just uh, you know getting back to, to playing hard, especially focusing in on the defensive end, and 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 I, and I think that's where our bread and butter is. When we're good defensively, we're, we're hard to beat. Brandon
0: Pajemski uh, missed the game preceding the BYU game at the Levy Center, came back, played a typical game for him, but he's particularly sharp right now. He's averaging I think twenty five a game in his last five. Anything new with him or different with him?
7: You know, he's the one guy who's been really consistent the entire season, even dating back to our foreign tour uh over the summer i mean he's consistently been uh, our leading scorer and is just a guy who, who knows how to knows how to get baskets and um you know we've relied on him the entire season and, and he's continued to produce when you look back
0: at byu video from the first game at your place uh, what would you like to see replicated tonight from a santa clara perspective
7: well i think defensively we're really good in that game i thought i thought we did a great job um, um, with our ball pressure and, um, you know, we really just competed at a high level defensively, covered for each other, made plays for each other, uh, weren't afraid to be the first one on the floor, you know, just made all the hustle plays. And, and, I, and when, we, when we focus in on those types of things, um, you know, we're pretty good defensively.
0: Uh, if you wanted to get one thing done, what would you like to see maybe taken away from BYU tonight?
7: Oh, well, as always, you can take this probably in any BYU team, but you have to take away the three-point shot. You know, so we have to really do a great job of taking away the three in transition and taking away the three in the half court. Uh, because when BYU's making threes, especially at home, they're very hard to beat. How
0: motivated is this Santa Clara team in terms of the down the stretch seeding perspective, playing for top tier, as many buys as you can get in Vegas, that kind of thing?
7: Yeah, no, we're excited. I mean, we're excited. We're 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 in good position right now, and right, really in control of our own destiny, and and um, you know, we're just taking it one game at a time, and we understand how how um, big this game is and how hard it is to to get a win at BYU. So I think we're locked in and prepared and, and, uh, you know, getting ready for a a battle.
0: (laughs) Do you think it could be a little crazier than normal in Vegas this year in terms of who could
7: beat who? There's no question. Uh, This is the most parody that I've seen in the WCC, um, as long as I can remember, probably in the last 15 years. And so... um, you know, they, they, this could be the year where there could be some major upsets and there could be a final that maybe no one ever expected. Um, but, yeah, this this year more than any year that I can remember, that's for sure. Looking
0: forward to it. Well, Coach, thank you, as always, for your time. We'll see you in Vegas.
7: Thank you so much. Appreciate your time.
0: All right, that is Santa Clara assistant coach Jason Ludwig. More of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Cripe Rebel.
0: BYU and Santa Clara straight ahead on a four-game slate night in the West Coast Conference. St. Mary's is a 14-point favorite at San Diego. Gonzaga is a 7-point favorite at LMU. Lions have already beaten Gonzaga in Spokane this season, mind you. And uh, USF is a a a 3.5-point favorite at Pacific. So three road favorites... And one home favorite, BYU tonight. If the favored teams win tonight, BYU will move from sixth into fifth by the end of the evening. Lots of moving and shaking expected in the league standings as we go down the stretch. And, Mark, I alluded to it with Coach Ludwig there. The league tourney could be more unpredictable than ever this season.
5: Yeah, I mean, we've talked a little bit about BYU's chances, even though they're struggling a little better than normal. Because... As good as St. Mary's and Gonzaga are, they're not invincible. And whether it's BYU or LMU or Santa Clara, I think this is as open a tournament as we've ever seen at the the conference tournament. And it'll probably end up with Gonzaga winning. (laughs) So we'll (laughs) see how it goes, though. All right,
0: final thoughts before tip-off are coming your way right after this. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside.
0: performed by the A-Tech West Adaptive Choir. Well done. Fans very appreciative. All right, BYU and Santa Clara. Cougs have won the last 10 over Santa Clara in this building mark, but the Broncos have Brandon Pajemski. He's had four, four 30-point
5: games this season. Yeah, he's a super solid guy, and to bring a guy like that in on your team just helps you so much, but it was Carlos Stewart that really killed BYU in that second half the other night. He's a dangerous player. Of course, Justice I mean, three really good players. All right, tip-off of BYU and Santa Clara coming your way next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off
0: Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.